0: I believe there are two ways to look at your career. One is like it's a minefield, filled with devices put there by others, expectations, constraints, bias, pressure, glass ceilings, glass cliffs. Or the other is that it's a playing field and you can master the game with tools, mindset, support, communities, and a powerful stance that helps you own your story, take your place, and step into your power. While the former certainly is rooted in a lot of systemic realities, this podcast, it's about the latter. This podcast is about us, as women, doing our thing to make our career our very own playing field. Welcome to Speaking with Women. I'm your host, BPG Hailey. I'm a serial entrepreneur, I'm the mom of one, a third culture kid, a career and personal branding advisor, and I am pretty obsessed with helping women step into their professional power. So I invite you to join me and let's step into our power together. You should really consider this episode a cautionary tale against procrastination. You can probably hear my voice and the scratchiness in my voice. Well, that is a cold or something I caught from my child. And now I have to record the episode because it is dropping in a few days. But I have had this episode on my computer, scripted, ready to go for a week and I kept telling myself um, oh, you know I'll be fine I'll record it in a few days and then I caught this bug and now I have no choice but to record with this scratchy godfather of something type voice so here I am don't procrastinate <laughs> okay listen I've been taking a look at the podcast episodes that I've produced until now and I realized that I've never done an episode on LinkedIn And I don't even understand how that is possible. (laughs) LinkedIn is not only my favorite visibility platform, it's also the one that I'm on pretty much all the time in a very embarrassing way. I spend so much time on that platform. But the thing is, it's done wonders for my business. Truth be told, other than referrals, it's really my main source of professional opportunities. In fact, I love it so much that in 2020, I created a course called 1000 Women, 1000 Voices. So 2020 was the first iteration of that course. And the objective of it was to help women get on LinkedIn and to get professional opportunities from the visibility they were gaining from that professional platform. It went really well, and there have been different iterations of it, some live, some just online, and now I'm updating it with a personal branding module because that was a core piece that was missing, but I'll tell you all about that at the end of the episode. Suffice it to say that it is my favorite visibility platform, and I haven't done an episode on it until now, and I have so much to say. But before I do say all those things I have to say, I have to warn you. As with all the episodes on this podcast, you know, this one comes from a place of love, but it might feel a little snarkier than usual. Here's where I want us to start our conversation about LinkedIn. I want to shine the light on what I'm going to be calling the LinkedIn boogeyman. What's the LinkedIn boogeyman? It's that very scary thought that sounds like this, but it's a professional network. So that sentence, it's a professional network. It's the great equalizer. It's what most of the women that I speak with answer when I ask them if they're on LinkedIn and if they're not, when I ask them why. It actually doesn't matter how many years of experience they have, their level of seniority, the expertise they have. I can safely say that 95% of the women I interact with and 100% of my clients keep a safe distance from LinkedIn or have been keeping a safe distance of LinkedIn when we come into contact with each other, but I'm pushy. So usually that changes, but when we do meet, they have a distrust for lack of a better word. And that distrust is founded on the idea. It is a professional network. So what does this fear actually look like in action? How does it manifest? Well, what happens is there's a level of coziness with LinkedIn that will vary on a continuum from not ever sharing anything or refusing to accept connections that you don't know directly to sometimes sharing a job opening in your organization. You could also be sharing the occasional article. Often this article is going to be Harvard Business Review. I think one day I should do a podcast episode about my relationship with Harvard Business Review, but story for another day. Anyway, often that's what it's going to be. But then the article will be posted without a single comment about why you're posting the article. So it's like self-explanatory. The person will understand that this is a really interesting article, but they won't have your take on it. And then there's a favorite of mine. And again, I apologize for the snarkiness, but one of my favorites is the gratitude post. I'm so thankful and humbled to have been. I am excited to share that. Now there's nothing wrong with those posts if they're part of a consistent and coherent presence on LinkedIn. I do the occasional, you know, gratitude post. But what I want to call out is when they're a proxy for actual engagement, for actual visibility. Okay. And that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about visibility. You hear me say this over and over again, unapologetic visibility on your own terms. But this is what it's about. So now that I've had my fun, I want to tell you that I actually, I see you. I, I get it. I'm poking fun. But I want us to understand that the fear keeps you from amazing opportunities. And I want us to spend some time today talking about how to move past it. There are three things I want to do in this episode. One, shine a light on the sphere of the LinkedIn boogeyman and understand how it is showing up for you. Number two, I'm going to talk about why it is important, scratch that, why it's critical to move past that fear. And finally, I'm going to offer you five ways to help you do that or to actually start just thinking about how you can move past that fear. Okay. So how does it show up? In a number of ways. Number one, it shows up in the words that you use to think about being on LinkedIn or the answers that you give to somebody like me who is asking about your practice. So these are things like, my employer will think that I want to leave. I am a private person. I'm afraid of saying something stupid or looking ridiculous. I will be trolled or someone will call me out. I'm not an expert. No one will engage. And this last one, actually, no one will engage. Interestingly enough, this is both the most frequent and the easiest to solve. Right? So the words that you use, the sentences that you say to yourself. Then the next one is, even if you don't say these things to yourself, this fear can also be seen in the way you actually engage on LinkedIn. So one of the things that I do to continue improving my work and my practice as a personal branding advisor is I go and I look at the profile of professional women on LinkedIn and I evaluate certain elements. It's sort of like an informal research. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, maybe I should make it a formal research. I'll think about that. So I want to suggest a little exercise for you so you can evaluate some of these elements for yourself. So like a quick audit kind of thing. So go to your own profile and to get there, you know, you click on your picture and once you get to your profile, you scroll down to the section where your LinkedIn activity appears. You click on see all activity and in the upper section, click on posts. Now I want you to scroll down and look at what you've been posting and do a little bit of digging. So here are the red flags I want you to watch out for. One, is there a long time between posts? So a few weeks to a few months. Sometimes it's a few years. I kid you not. Number two, are you sharing articles? Like I mentioned before, without making any comments about why you are sharing those articles. Number three, all your posts are about company news or job openings within your organization then I want you to look at, are you just sharing other people's posts? And again, are you sharing other people's posts without commenting about what makes those posts interesting and what you have to say about it? And then are you only saying or sharing like, I'm so excited, I'm so humbled or I'm so honored type of posts. Once you've done this, I want you to go to the all activities section and I want you to look at the rest of the stuff that you're doing. So are you just liking posts without ever commenting? When you do comment, are your comments limited to things like, oh, congratulations, or I love this, or are you going a little bit more in depth? And then finally, the last way in which the LinkedIn fear shows up is in you having a very generic, not complete profile. Now, the fact that your LinkedIn profile is not complete is not proof positive that you're avoiding being visible on LinkedIn. Don't get me wrong. Maybe it's just that the platform is not important for you and we need to talk about that. Or maybe you thought LinkedIn was important only if and when you're looking for a job. But if you do understand the importance of LinkedIn and you think to yourself, I don't want people to think I'm showing off or I wouldn't know what to put on my about section anyway, or if your about section looks like something straight out of your resume and or is in the third person, then I encourage you to keep on listening. So we're we're trying to move from behind the curtains and, and step out into the light. Okay, so now the next question becomes, why should I even care? Well, there are a number of reasons, and you know, I'm really good at opinions, but today I think I'll stick to numbers. I went and did some research and got some cold, hard facts and numbers for you. But before I do, I want to talk to you about what I call the 4S method of looking for work. It starts with the first S, which is scrolling job postings on job boards. Usually, ironically enough, that job board is LinkedIn. Then follows the second S, which is sending. So sending your CV across the interwebs, followed closely by the third S, which is sitting and waiting for what is sure to come, which is the last S. Silence. So it's a little bit of a rough description. I found myself funny when I came up with it, but what I'm trying to underscore with very little subtlety, I'll admit, is that that is a passive approach. And here's the thing though, jobs and contracts get passed from one person to another by referral. It's a word of mouth process. And the word of mouth process continues to trump any formal recruiting one. But how do you get on top of that game? How do you get on top of the word of mouth process? You get there by being top of mind around the subject you want to get noticed for. You want to be the go-to person for a certain area of expertise, of knowledge. So if you're in data governance, you want people to think about your name when there's an opening in their company, or there's a problem they're trying to solve around data governance. If business analysis is your game, you want people to say, oh, you should absolutely speak to so-and-so. When they're making a decision of bringing in a new person or a new project is starting and they might need a business analyst, if a company is looking for a facilitator, you want the request to come in your inbox rather than finding it online, applying, sitting in silence. You remember that you get the drift, right? So let's look at the numbers. There are 675 million monthly LinkedIn users at the time of writing, which is in February 2022 there were over 800 million users in more than 200 countries on LinkedIn. So of those 800 million, there are 675 on LinkedIn every month. And of those, there are only 3 million posting content weekly. That, my friends, is a little under 2% of the people who are posting content regularly, 2%. Do you see the opportunity? So what do I mean by opportunity? Well, 45% 45% of the content readers on LinkedIn are in upper management. Six out of 10 users are actively looking for industry insights on LinkedIn. What this means is they're eager and ready to learn and potentially to buy or hire. 95% of recruiters use LinkedIn regularly. It is the most trusted social platforms. This comes from Business Insider. And... If your profile is complete, you get 21 times more profile views and 36 times more messages. One last thing I want to tell you is about my personal experience with inbound opportunities on LinkedIn. This is why I'm so excited adamant about it on my friend's case and my client's case. And I keep talking about this because it works. So let me tell you about my particular situation. So from time to time, I'll take a break from social media, from LinkedIn. And one such time was the fall of 2021. I mentioned in my last podcast that it was a rough time. 2021 is a tough time for everybody. So my creative juices had completely run out and I stayed off of LinkedIn. During that time, when I wasn't on LinkedIn, I got one new advisory client and she had actually been following me for a while and I got one speaking engagement. I started posting again in January of 2022. So as of today, it's been a little bit over a month. Since then, I've booked two or three speaking engagements per month until June. I have two new advisory clients on Retainer and I'm in conversation with three others. Those are just some of the opportunities and all of them are inbound every single one. So I'm not marketing, I'm not doing advertising, I'm not selling per se. I'm having conversations, a lot of them, but all of that uncomfortable selling or trying to convince people of your value is not happening because of the interactions and the contents that I'm putting on LinkedIn that is resonating with people. So I want you to hear what I'm saying. My work has not changed. I am the same woman in the fall of 2021 and in January of 2022. But in the fall, I was not telling anyone about it. I wasn't telling anyone about my work. I wasn't inspiring people. I wasn't pushing them. I wasn't asking questions. I wasn't having conversations. So no one knew I existed. But in January, I started talking again. I started posting about things that were important for women like you talking about our shared experience in a way that resonated. And what happened? You replied, we engaged, right? So before I start to talk about five things you can do to start moving away from the LinkedIn boogeyman fear, that last part that I was talking about is really the message I want to leave you with. You are the only one who can tell the world that you exist and you owe it to yourself to tell the world that you exist. But then here's the really good news. Even though this LinkedIn boogeyman feels real, the world is listening. 675 million people a month are listening. Even a small piece of that pie is enough to get you what you want out of your professional life. People want to hear what you have to say. So say it. Now, let's go ahead and look at these five things I'd like you to think about. Ultimately, our objective is to change this narrative around a professional site being scary. The first thing I want you to do, you know that I like homeopathic treatments, (laughs) so I want you to start there. What do I mean by that? If you feel scared, no amount of podcast listening, rationalizing, talking to a girlfriend, nothing is going to change that before You experience the non-riskiness of it. And the best way to do that is to start commenting on other people's posts. I don't mean commenting by I love this or this is great. I mean, commenting a thoughtful, thought out comment on a post that resonates with you. So do that regularly over a couple of weeks to start getting that sense of LinkedIn being a space for conversations that you do not need to fear. You can just, you know, carve out 10 minutes in the morning, go through your feed, find interesting posts. If you are thinking right now, PB, my feed is the most boring place in the world, you can easily change that. So LinkedIn, the algorithm actually learns from you what you want to read about and what you want to see in your feed. So when you spend some time on a post or you engage with content or you add new contacts that you engage with, that will start to replace what you're seeing on your feed and it'll start to make it a fun place for you to be, right? Okay. So that's number one, our homeopathic treatment. Number two is getting clear on what your expertise is because, and actually before I continue, you can check the personal branding series on this podcast. I think it's episode 13, 14, 15, and 17. I think that's what it is to think about expertise and how you can get more solid internally about that. By the way, if right now you're thinking I'm not an expert at anything, fine, I beg to disagree, but then don't use the word expert internally if you're not ready for it. But please get clear on that thing that you're really good at. And the reason I want you to get clear about that is I want you to address that sort of objection that we had at the beginning, which is I'm not an expert, that little voice that says I'm not an expert and this is a space for experts. But you're not an expert about everything. We can totally agree on that. But there is one thing that you are really good at and that you can educate people on. You can help them. You can be funny about. You can engage conversations about, right? So by posting about that thing or those things, then you start to get comfortable being visible with very little perceived risk. Okay. Number three, get yourself a crew. Find one, two, three girlfriends who will agree to have your back as you start on this journey. When you have written a post, you can send it to them with the explicit question, do I sound stupid in this post? You must be rolling your eyes at me or shaking your head. I get it. But if you don't ask, do I sound stupid? The only validating mechanism you have is the little voice in your head. And we have agreed that right now she is wrong. We are working on educating her. But right now, if she's telling you you're not an expert or you might sound stupid, she is wrong. So ask others. The other thing you can do with a crew is when you're posting and you're afraid that there'll be low engagement, this is a big one, you can text them and ask them to engage with your post. Now, this is not something that you want to do over the long term. It's called a pod. A pod is a group of people who are in it together to sort of game the algorithm by liking each other's posts. Over the long term, this is something you want to avoid because it'll skew your feed for certain people that might not be in your area of interest. But at the beginning, what you're working on is to diminish your fear of no engagement. So you can tell your people by text, hey, I just posted this. Can you please go engage with it? Okay. Community and support is actually a really important part of this whole process, and that's why it's always been both in the 1,000 Women, 1,000 Voices courses, in my Facebook communities, and in this new updated course that I'm doing. Community and support is really a core part of it, because when you're starting out, it can be a lonely place to be, and a place where having easy access to others who are living the same thing can make the ride less scary. So number four is to make sure you actually get in front of it. Don't wait scared for people to react to what you're doing and to ask you about it. Say it in public. Say it in front of your boss, to your coworkers. Tell them that you have started being active on LinkedIn because you want to build a brand start a conversation about it, ask others what they're doing, just be the one who's in front of it, right? And what this will help do is address those fears about your boss wondering what you're doing or about your boss thinking that you want to leave, okay? So get in front of it. And number five is clean up your profile. Now, this one is really a low-hanging fruit. I got a mani petty recently, and so I have this on my mind, And the thing about a mani petty is it makes you feel sharp, right? It's that front that makes you feel sharp. It makes you start to talk with your hands and just, (laughs) sorry for the bad analogy, but you know what? That's what a good profile is. It's like the first place to start. And also, you know, I gave you the numbers about what a complete profile will do for you in terms of visibility, views on your profile and inquiries. Okay. So what are a few ways to step up your profile game? Number one is make sure your headline. So this is the title under your picture is clear and that it includes keywords focused on your specialty. So the easiest headline formula is what and why. So what do you do? And this is as simple as your job title. You don't have to get fancy about this. What do you do and why? So what makes you take The reason why you do what you do. So this could look like senior portfolio manager. So that's your what. Creating generational wealth for underserved communities. And that is your why. So next, update your summary. There are a few pieces to this and I'll address it in another episode. But for now, here are some easy things you can do. Get rid of the third person. Everybody knows we're writing our own LinkedIn profiles. It's just weird. It's in the third person. So get rid of that. Talk about the problem that you're solving and who you're solving it. And then structure your summary as a story. Engage people with a story. Tell them why you are where you're at and how you do what you do. And then, last piece around this is create a custom banner. You know, the banner is that thing that's behind your picture, and the LinkedIn default is like this ugly grayish olive color. That's a banner. So create a custom one with like funky pictures and a coat that you love or something about yourself. And by the way, I'll link a video in the show notes on how you can do that really easily on an application that's called Canva. Literally, it'll take you 15 minutes on a Friday night with a glass of wine. It's super easy. So it doesn't require a lot of effort and you can pretty up your profile and put a spring in your LinkedIn game. Like I put a spring in my fingernail game. <laughs> Okay. So there you have it. This is it. No more LinkedIn boogeyman. I've been making jokes, but I know how deep seated the fear of being visible can be. The fear of creating original content that showcases your expertise. But I hope that in your internal cost benefit that you're doing about where you want to take your career, you understand, or have convinced you that this platform taking it seriously, the amount of value it can bring for your career and or your business. Okay. But like everything else, it's a practice. LinkedIn is a practice, and that requires information, knowledge, and consistency. Now, I hope that I can help provide the information and the knowledge, but you are the one who's going to have to be responsible for the consistency and putting yourself out there. Before I go, a little bit of a reminder that my course, On Your Own Terms, so you're hearing about this first here. I'm moving the name from 1,000 Women, 1,000 Voices, which I loved, but now we're moving to something else, which I feel captures better what I want to put in the world. And so the course name is On Your Own Terms. Their registration is opening on March 21st. So please do send me an email at unleashed.speakeasy.org to get on the registration list. Because I'm trying to get better at marketing, I'm going to be picking one person per week on the list between now and the launch. And I'll pick one person to audit your profile and give you really actionable recommendations to get your LinkedIn game on. Okay, so don't miss this opportunity. Get on the list at speakeasy.org. Last action item before I go. So you probably know the podcast space has gotten really crowded. And I know because I'm an avid, but I'm also a fickle podcast consumer. And what really helps is a podcast review. It goes a long way to supporting me in this space. So I would really appreciate if you head on over to iTunes and drop a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's it. Let's do this, my friends. And remember, everything you want is on the other side of fear.